From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus for Veterans Day, Wednesday, November 11th. I'm Carolyn Hutchison. For 23 years, Lieutenant Colonel Ed Yielding served in the U.S. Air Force, flying numerous special missions and, as you'll hear, breaking a world record for speed on a coast-to-coast flight that still holds today. Yielding, who is a member of the Alabama Aviation Hall of Fame, is a native of Florence, Alabama, and holds degrees from both Auburn University and Troy University. And this past Saturday was honored for his service during Troy's football game against Louisiana Monroe. On March 6th of 1990, Lieutenant Colonel Yielding entered aviation history when he flew the SR-71 Blackbird coast-to-coast in a record time of 1 hour, 7 minutes, and 53.69 seconds. On his visit to Troy, Yielding visited our studios and told us that his historic flight happened after he learned the Blackbird SR-71 was getting a new home. Congress decided to retire the Blackbird in, in uh, late 1989. The Smithsonian Institution asked that we deliver one to the Smithsonian for display. And they said, well, since you're taking off from California, uh, would you mind setting a transcontinental speed record when you bring it to the Smithsonian? And, and that will help call the public's attention to what a great, great airplane it has been for our country and the vital service that it made for our country for 25 years of the Cold War. And my backseater, navigator, we call an RSO, Reconnaissance Systems Officer. So my Reconnaissance Systems Officer, J.T. Vita, and I were just in the right place at the right time to be asked to make that record-setting flight. We took off from Palmdale, uh, California. We flew 200 miles out over the Pacific and air refueled, got a full load of fuel, and then had a running start toward the West Coast. The NAA, the agency that verifies and monitors official records, had representatives in several radar units uh, across the country. They started the time as we crossed the West Coast accelerating through Mach 2.5 because fuel was very, very tight for that flight. We planned it so that we could fly across the country and across the East Coast, descend and make a turn back toward Dulles and land at Dulles with just a minimum fuel. I'm looking at a picture of you in your flight suit. It looks Mm -hmm. like a space suit. We always flew the Blackbird with a pressure suit because the airplane was more efficient, best miles per gallon, near 80,000 feet. So uh, we, our, our cockpit was pressurized to an equivalent of 25,000 feet, but if you lose cockpit pressure and your uh, altitude is above 63,000 feet, you don't have enough pressure on your body and your blood will start to boil. And it always ruins your whole day whenever your blood starts boiling. <coughs> so... We wore a pressure suit as a safety backup to losing cockpit pressure. Now, you mentioned 80,000 feet. What can you see from that altitude going at that speed? Well, it's a beautiful sight from that altitude. You can see a slight curvature on the Earth, but more noticeable than the curvature is how dark it is overhead, almost, almost black, 
a very, very dark blue overhead, and then always a bright band of blue on the horizon. And the reason is because we are cruising above 97% of the air molecules. <coughs> so, so that's why it was dark overhead and bright band of blue on the horizon. And then we could see uh, the horizon 400 miles away. So at that, at that altitude, you can easily see uh, mountain ranges and coastlines and major geographic features like rivers and uh, harbors and, and so forth. And you can even see where cities are. You're too high to see individual buildings, but you can see, you can see where the cities are. Colonel, I'm also looking at a picture of the SR-71 Blackbird. It looks like something out of science fiction. Describe it for your listeners. Well, the Blackbird is over 50 years old now, and it still looks futuristic. It's a beautiful airplane designed by famed airplane designer Kelly Johnson of uh, Lockheed Martin and uh, the Skunk Works. It's a black airplane. It's 107 feet long. It has a unique uh, shape, fuselage, long and sleek, has two engines, one engine in the middle of each uh, wing. Now, I've read that it's made of titanium. How does titanium work at that altitude in an aircraft? Uh, Kelly Johnson knew that the airplane was going to get really, really hot, even though we're cruising in minus 70 degree Fahrenheit air. Airplanes are made of aluminum alloys, and those aluminum alloys get too soft at that high temperature. So titanium is a lightweight metal that can take that really high temperature. So his uh, Lockheed group pioneered the use of titanium in manufacturing the uh, airplane. By the way, how did this plane get its name? Uh, the uh, SR-71 Blackbird... Uh, since it was painted black, uh, they decided to call it a blackbird. And by the way, uh, an informal uh, nickname for the airplane is also Habu. And that came from the Okinawans. We flew uh, reconnaissance missions out of uh, Okinawa, as well as Mildenhall and Beale Air Force Base north of Sacramento, by the way. But over in Okinawa, the Okinawans thought the long, sleek, uh, sinister-looking uh, Blackbird reminded them of their long, sleek, uh, poisonous snake called a habu, and they started calling our plane habu, and that that name caught on, and a lot of people know the airplane as a as the habu, <laughs> besides Blackbird. So, looking back on your achievement, this coast to coast flight, how does it feel to have broken the record emotionally? How did it hit you? Well, it was very exciting. We, we, I still we we think of the record as the as the Blackbird's record. We were just lucky enough to be the crew, and it was really important to us that we well represent the hundreds of dedicated Americans who designed and maintained, supported, and flew the airplane during its 25 years of service. So, we it was important to us to uh, well represent that uh, community. When we landed, we were excited, of course, because we had just flown the world's fastest, highest-flying airplane and set some official aviation records. So we were really excited, yet at the same time feeling sad because that was going to be our last flight in the Blackbird and the last time that Blackbird would ever fly. Today being Veterans Day, 
Please share your thoughts with your listeners in Alabama, Georgia, and Florida about what Veterans Day means to you, what it should mean to all of us. Uh, Veterans Day is a day to, re- to remember the dedication and hard work, sacrifices uh, of our uh, veterans. And I'm reminded of uh, a really good friend of mine in Florence, Alabama. Uh, his name is Carl Poole. He was uh, 98 years old uh, when I talked to him about his Pearl Harbor experience. He was he was uh, he was at Pearl Harbor during the uh, attack, December 7th, 1941. Told me all about that day, what they had to do to deal with that terrible situation, and told me about his uh, wartime service. And he told he mentioned something to me that's. Uh, very simple but profound. <clears throat> I said, uh, Carl, we sure owe our freedom to guys like you. And he said, well, it takes us all. And I think that is so important to remember. It takes us all. And every every military job is important. It contributes, uh, contributes in some way to helping our country maintain a strong defense. And I like to expand that thought, too, that it takes us all in doing our jobs well and conscientiously and uh, all of that all of us can contribute some way in helping our country uh, be the great place that it is i want to thank you so much for being our featured guest on veterans day thank you sir thank you for your interest and appreciate the opportunity to talk with you thank you Ed Gielding is a retired lieutenant colonel with the U.S. Air Force and holds the record along with his crew member, Lieutenant Colonel J.T. Vita, and the SR-71 Blackbird for the fastest coast-to-coast flight. On March 6, 1990, Yielding and his crew member flew from one side of the country to the other in little more than one hour and seven minutes. The record still holds today. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is Troy Public Radio.